Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for goneboss. We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? They have a virtual early riser workshop. Virtual and early riser. Those two don't mix. Nor does uh, non-virtual and early riser. They don't mix with me. But you are an early riser. I know, but I don't want to have to do work. I just come in here and drink coffee all all morning. (laughs) Oh, is that what you do? No, I don't. (laughs) I know you don't. You work. Well, this one will be Thursday, April 6th from 8 to 9.30. So that's for your early birds. Or just normal people, probably. Normal people. Normal people. Not you. Not me. That's true. Not me. Well, this is titled The Language of Disability, and it is facilitated by Dr. Courtney Jarrett. Hey, we know her. Former guest of the show and all- you know, it's going to be awesome good. person and it's going to be good. So why is it sometimes difficult to talk about disabilities? How do you know which words to use? What words would you describe yourself and your identities? In this session, Dr. Jarrett will present some quick and relatively easy tips for everyday language to use when talking about disabilities and accommodations. Please bring questions to ask during the talk and be prepared to share your own experiences and examples. So is it a no judgment area? Well, yes, of course. It's Dr. J- Courtney Jarrett. She's a no-judgment kind of person and Schaefer. They're very welcoming and uh, inclusive and all of that. So no dumb questions, but talk about disabilities and how what language you should use because things have changed. And some of us haven't changed with the times. And when will this happen again? This will happen Thursday, April 6th from 8 to 9.30 and it's all virtual. So on your computer. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Laura Mickler with Movement Mortgage. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. No problem. How are you today? I'm doing well. We're recording on a very rainy day. That is so true. So it's a little sloppy outside. That's, but. that's We live in Indiana. It's that's true. How it it's goes. true. We were just talking before we started <laughs> yeah. recording about fake spring, fake and spring. it was yesterday. So Yeah, so today we're back to regular doom and gloom. Yes, so absolutely. Fine. Perfect. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I am, um, I I always say that I'm like Muncie adjacent, okay. so I, my entire family is from Kamak, the okay. little tiny burg, um, but I actually did not grow up there. I grew up in Parker City, which okay. is pretty close right. to where it's you guys close live, to us. Yeah. and um, I've moved back to Yorktown. Um, I moved there in college and um, have lived there about 18 years now, so okay. I've, I've always lived on the outside, you know, I went to Ball State, okay. so I've, I've lived in Muncie. Um, but yeah, I, um, I live with my husband and my two boys. So a lot of dudes at my house yeah. and, um, yeah, I'm a mortgage lender as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, um, that takes up a lot of time for sure because, oh, you know, people need, process. absolutely yeah. <laughs> people need things when they need them. And yeah, that's, uh, that's me in a nutshell, I guess. I, okay. you know, it feels like everybody's like, what do you do? I work. That's what I do. So, well, yeah, yes. <laughs> Work makes the world go round, I suppose. Absolutely. But you also have a podcast. Is that true? I do have a, a podcast. Podcaster. I did not even think about that and think you're going to be on my podcast <laughs> yes, as gonna, well, which we're is guest awesome. On each other's. Yeah, I actually, um, so I started last year in 2021 
been doing um, a mortgage podcast. Okay. And I had someone say to me, like, that's great, but you can only, you know, your your audience is kind of limited that way. So I thought, really, what am I passionate about? And it's really empowering women in their financial lives, knowing that everything in your life affects everything else. Mm-hmm. So your health affects, you know, your relationships, all of those kinds of things. So um, I, you know, really started thinking about this and I have a group, I wouldn't, I'm just going to be a gross generalization. Yeah, Let me just start right. that way. <laughs> so I'll have a younger woman come into my office and want to get a mortgage and she will bring with her her deadbeat boyfriend and he can't qualify. He doesn't have a job. She's mm-hmm. got her stuff together and I just want to scream, get rid of this deadbeat boyfriend mm-hmm. and was telling someone this story and they said, you should call the podcast Deadbeats and Divorces because those are things that mm-hmm. affect, you know, mm-hmm. a woman's financial everything everything everything, absolutely so I wanted to put a little positive word so it's called deadbeat divorce deadbeats divorces and dividends and so that's what we talk about and it's it's been great I've had um you know everybody from I'm trying to think who all has been on at this point I've had an appraiser I've had a real estate agent I've had my best friend since the fourth grade talking about her divorce so it's just been a group a good group of collaborative women so I'm so excited to have you on as well as a business owner and all those kinds of things too perfect I love it so what do you like to do after a hard day of work Oh gosh! Um, does playing games on my iPad count? Because I love to just sit I, and loaf. And <laughs> me too. It's a great way to just veg out. It really is. I we so we actually and I'm, again I always say I'm going to get roasted for this, but it's fine. We we have a lot of screen time at our house, so we we love movies, we love TV, so we have a lot of shows that we watch and that kind of a thing. Um, I do. I'm a pretty active yogi, so I okay. guess that would be considered something I like to do. And I'm a voracious reader, okay. so all of those things are kind of my unwind and you may notice my introvert all of those things involve not a lot of other people so it you know that's how I recharge my batteries I get it I think of myself as an introvert as well Mm -hmm. people don't because I have like red hair and I'm crazy looking um you're a you're a social introvert like I I am am. it's okay to be around people but but eventually I just want to recharge by myself yes and I live with a bunch of extroverts (laughs) it's hard it's so hard yeah yeah and I'm like sometimes I love my daughter she's nine years old but Mm -hmm. she um talks all the time yes which is great yes one day she'll never want to talk to me so I will embrace it while I can absolutely Sometimes I'm like, mom, my, my ears need a break. That's what my <laughs> husband, my husband and I are both super introverts and we have the two most extroverted children you could ever ask for. And oh my gosh, it's exhausting. <laughs> uh, I yeah. get it. So talking, speaking of children, yeah. how, how old are your kids? Um, so I have two boys. Uh, my oldest Rowan is 13. So he's in, se- or, I'm sorry, he'll be 13 in a couple months. Okay. Um, he's in seventh grade. And then my youngest is nine as okay. well. So we're living that, uh, you know, third grade life at our house and it's, yeah. It's something. It's its own thing, <laughs> it but yeah, they're. Thing, but it's all good. I, I I joke I joke about them, but they are super great kids and yeah. pretty blessed to be their mom for yeah, sure. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So how did you get started? Tell me, tell me about that. Oh gosh. So I have the weirdest career path. I don't, I feel like everyone says that, but it's you know. <clears throat> so I actually um, my. My bachelor's degree from Ball State is in teaching, and I'm I'm a home ec teacher okay. by trade. So foods you know, financial literacy, all those kinds of things. And got to my student teaching and decided, <clears throat> I don't know if this is for me because I'm too wedded as a teacher by people's bad decisions. Yeah. And I have the utmost respect for teachers because, oh my gosh, it's such a hard job. And right after college, I had gotten a job working for my college sorority. So okay. I did that. Um, I traveled. I was only home three days a month. It's kind of gave me this travel bug that okay. I have. 
and after that went back to Ball State and got my master's in student affairs and higher education. So I worked in the Greek life office working Mm -hmm. with fraternities and sororities. And again, kind of decided people's dumb decisions are affecting my job. Yeah. So I actually went to work for Randolph County Extension. um, So for Purdue University. And I did 4-H and a lot of financial literacy stuff. And I just always kind of been interested in in money and um, and that kind of thing. And it's very people's psychology around money Mm -hmm. is very interesting to me. And so I did that for a few years um, and had the opportunity to go back and work for my college charity, this time in fundraising. Okay. And really love that. Again, traveled. We had uh, Milo, our second son at that point in time, and it was just very hard to travel with a newborn. Oh, well, like, so, it makes it a little difficult. Yeah. So I, I ended up staying home um, for about a year and randomly decided, okay, I need to get out of the house mm-hmm. and applied for a job just doing the Facebook page and answering phones for a mortgage company. Oh, okay. And right after I started, the the mortgage processor quit. So I was very quickly thrown into, hey, can you do this? Hey, mm-hmm. you know, kind of learning what that process is. Because prior to that, the only experience I had was getting a mortgage myself. I didn't know how that how that <laughs> right. all worked. And so um, worked there for a while. And then, it, I don't know, one random day, my boss was having me type out a job description for a loan officer that he was going to be hiring. I thought wait a minute, uh, this is this is pretty much fundraising, but just a different product. So mm-hmm. I'm not selling the the giving, I'm selling the, the product. And I said, well, would you think about bringing me on? And so he did and then um, made some connections and ended up moving to a different company. Um, and then, yeah, here recently in October, moved to another company. I had the opportunity to move to a branch manager position. Um, but yeah, I've loved, loved live lending. So it's a very flexible um, mm-hmm. I, I work a lot of hours, but I work them on my own schedule, which right. has been wonderful for our family. And I've not had to miss field trips and you know, all those things that yeah. you, you sometimes miss as a mom with a nine to five job. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. OK, well, cool. And you get to help people along the way. I do. I met like, so get many. Into a house I mean, I've had everything. people that have written books. I've had, you know, people that repeat. Cu- that's the best is when you have a repeat customer mm-hmm. because you made them feel great. And I, I don't know if you can tell us on the podcast, but I try to be a very calming soul mm-hmm. to people. And that is not always is the norm in the mortgage industry and Mm -hmm. so sometimes people just need that like it's going to be all right Right. and here's why and (laughs) because it's your home and it's an emotional process I get that process it's a lot of money it's like a whole probably the biggest purchase of your life and and you feel a little judged I think in the process too because it's your you know I tell people your credit score is not your value as a human Mm -hmm. and people sometimes feel like it is and so really you know okay yeah this happened how can we fix it? How can we move on? Because it's all fixable. Right. So yeah. cool. Excellent. What professional organizations are you involved with? Oh gosh. Uh, so I actually, so my, my college sorority that I talked about, that's probably the thing that takes the most of my time. I am on the board of trustees for okay. the foundation. So that involves a lot of, I'm actually the VP of finance. Okay. Being Shocker, here with my right? life. I know. Um, so yeah. And that's, that's managing a huge investment portfolio and I'm learning a whole, you know, whole thing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, here locally, I've been on, on and off a lot of nonprofit boards and mm-hmm. that kind of a thing, but um, I joined CBC the okay. Cardinal Business Connections and so I actually joined that with my podcast okay so that's been really great to get the the podcast name out here mm-hmm. and there and I also recently just joined um there's a kind of a startup women's business mastermind called grow okay um, and I think it stands for like growing remarkable opportunities for women and okay. it's just kind of a group of of business women that get together and that's been again great for networking and and that's really where I'm not going to get up on a stage and like sell 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 but if I we can sit and have a one-on-one right. 
right. chat like we are, that's really where I make my connections and I like to do those kinds of things. So that's, um, I'm not really involved a lot in, um, like mortgage banking professional mm-hmm. cause I, that's, they're not my speed. Well, I'll that's okay. Say yeah. that in a kind way. So, yeah. um, yeah. Well, networking, I mean, in Muncie, you can find somewhere to network. Oh my gosh. Every absolutely. Single day. Absolutely. Um, so and we yeah. were just talking about, you know, Altrusa and some of the mm-hmm. other organizations I would love to join, but just, you know, there's not enough hours in the day. Absolutely. And I love that about Muncie. There, yeah, there is great. a lot there's of opportunity. There's so many good opportunities that you've, and Matt and I do the same thing. We like prioritize mm-hmm. like, okay, what's important to Matt? So he's in Rotary Yeah. and I'm in Altrusa yeah. and Amy does a bunch of, she's, we, we do a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, we all I'm, kind I'm of sitting here thinking. I also remember the Yorktown Chamber of Commerce, and I know Matt was our speaker oh, last yeah, Matt month. Oh yeah, was the speaker and, last month, yeah. and I think I just uh, we Farmhouse got the uh, Small Business Award. Yeah, at the yeah. beginning of the year yes. too. Yes, so, congratulations. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Very much. What's something you wish you had known when you first started out? I think I've been thinking a lot about this with um, trying to support women and that kind of thing. And like, it's okay to forge your own path with it. You don't have to follow, you know, I think a lot of us and Angie, I don't know exactly how old you are, but I'm assuming we're around the same age. And, you know, for us, it was like, you graduate high school, you go to college, you may start a family, and then you have this job. And, Mm -hmm. you know, in that... I've definitely not prescribed to that. And I think it's made for a lot happier life for me mm-hmm. um, because I, you know, not that, and I, that's what I don't, you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're not using either one of your degrees. And that's okay because I feel like the work I do now, I've made a lot of connections through those experiences. Oh, yeah. And and same goes with my, um, you know, with anything I join and that kind of a thing. I, you know, I, so I think that's my advice is it's okay to figure out what works best for you. Right. And you don't have to apologize for that, I think is the other thing I have, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll probably talk about because I, it always comes back to that at some point, but I travel a mm-hmm. lot, a lot, a lot. And I have people make comments about that. And I'm sorry, that's not anybody's business, how yeah. or why or when I travel. And I'm still getting my work done for the people I've promised. And that's it. <laughs> that's so, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And nobody uses their degree. Like, yeah. N- Rarely. Oh, rarely. Yeah. Not nobody. I think Matt went to college for TCOM and he actually uses yes, it, but he's yes. like the only one. Teachers and nurses, I feel like, are well, the best. And a lot of them have like come from other places. True. So it's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. Ooh, bucket list. I know you like to travel. I do so like to travel. Like so a place you yes, want to go. So let me start with that. So I have, um, I'm going to turn 40 in okay. June of 2024. All so right. about a year from now. And I have it, a, I have it as a goal to visit all 50 states before I turn 40. So as of this date, I'm at 47. Oh, wow. That's so pretty I'm good. Very close. And I should have, um, I'm down to Alaska, North Dakota and South Dakota. Okay. So I should have the Dakotas knocked off my list next month for kind of a road trip or planning for spring break. So I'll be down to just Alaska, which okay. is not some place that you just drive through. Right. Like you have yeah, to. You got to make it a point plan to, to go there. there. Yeah. So, so after that, everybody's like, "What are you going to do after that?" Um, I'm really making it my goal to visit all seven continents. Okay. So that's how are you going to get to like Antarctica? So what? there's actually a lot of um, uh, Antarctic cruises that are really? coming about. Yes, oh, I actually okay. have a couple friends that have gone on those and. Yeah, because, you know, you can't, like, book a hotel and yeah. fly to Antarctica. You just can't get, so. like, an Airbnb yes, or something. Yeah. And, and honestly, I thought, well, I, I'll just have to go to six continents and right. not make it to that seventh. But then I started seeing that that's a possibility. So Interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Absolutely. So well, stay tuned for those pictures oh, someday. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> when I make be... it to Antarctica. Yes. <laughs> nice. I like yes. that. What gets you truly excited about life? Um, I think right now, honestly, it's the work I'm doing um, with – women and specifically women in real estate and lending, 
you know, you have to do, have to do it this way or have mm-hmm. to do it that way. And you don't. And it's cool to kind of see people's eyes open to that. And I think that really lights me up that it's, you can still be, and I, I sound like it's like raging feminist and I guess I am, but I mean, you can, I, I live in a house full of dudes and I love them all and they're really great people, but you know, seeing women succeed, mm-hmm. I think is, is it really lighting me on fire lately. It's, Absolutely. it's been really cool to see, you know, some of the trans small, even well, yeah, transformations. for them being able to take control of their own finances yes. and their own yes. housing and future and exactly. all that good stuff. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think just realizing that you can have a partnership, but also be your own person, I think mm-hmm. is, is a really cool realization for a lot of my friends and a lot of, you know, that have gotten out of bad marriages or, you know, that kind of thing too. Excellent. Absolutely. So what's your favorite band or artist? Oh gosh, I could talk about this all day. So <laughs> I know you're just buying tickets for I a just, concert. Uh, I just got a presale code where, before I walked in the door. So, um, so I, since seventh grade have loved the band oasis and okay. if you're not familiar that's wonder wall from oh, the yeah, 90s yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. Love that. <clears throat> so i have always maintained that um that i adore adore them so i travel a lot for concerts okay. they are now they've been broken up since like 2009 um but yeah i i just adore that and so my husband and i talking about travel we try to make it to the city of manchester in england okay. once a year which we've been pretty successful other than covid mm-hmm. And I really adore that. That that's where Oasis are from, coincidentally. Okay. Um, but that is just a huge music town, and so I'm kind of obsessed with anybody that comes out of that town. So oh. my, I have a playlist on my Spotify called Commonwealth All Day because sometimes I put Ireland or you know Canada or what what have you, or Australia on there. Um, but that's like I think it's like 28 hours of music. So you know I'm you're set. For I'm a all while. in it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But I'm you know I love going to concerts and just a great and my husband my husband has this knack for um because obviously a lot of the bands we like are not huge here right. and so we see them in these tiny clubs and he has this knack for um I'll, I'll tell this story really quickly he went to a concert by himself in Detroit and was just chatting up um and he stayed after to try to meet the band yeah and they were very cool. And he was chatting them up. And he's like, oh, I drove. They're like, how far How far did you drive? And he's like, oh, it took me about three, three and a half hours mm-hmm. to get here. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. I can't believe you would do that. They let him into the merchandise booth. And he got one of everything for free because Aww. they were so <laughs> impressed. And I'm like, how do you do these things? But he's he's like has that knack for meeting people. And, I mean, he's such a kind soul anyway that they probably recognize that. Yeah. But, yeah, so. So we've we've met several of the bands and you know so that's kind of cool too. Excellent, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, are you an early bird or a night owl? So I have said this for years. Middle of the day is my time to shine. Me so, too. Yeah, I don't love getting. I mean, I'll get up early if I have to. Sometimes I'll stay up late, but man, that you get me like right now. It's around ten a.m. Like yeah, ten a.m. to two. Like, whoo, I'm on fire. It's yeah. just it's just my time to go. Yeah. And you'll never see me scheduling like an eight o'clock or seven thirty yeah. meeting yeah. or something like that. And no. I read this. Um, I read this book a couple years ago, and I really, I, I think there's something to it. It's called the Five A.M. Club. Okay. And it really talks about that. There's just with your biology, but also with the earth there is just this like magic time from five to six so one summer I really did get up at 5 a.m every day my husband and I took a quick walk before 6 a.m and okay. it was we felt so great but then life happened and we stopped getting up early yeah <laughs> so I guess I'm a I'm a proponent of getting up early but I just don't do it In very practice, often we don't yes want yes to. and yeah. there is just something like everything's so still and it's just like you can actually think mm-hmm. your phone's not going off like it's just a nice 
nice time of day. So okay. I guess it's a roundabout, you know, I'm a cheerleader for early, but not happening very that's often. Good. That's all right. Have you ever met anyone famous? And with all your concerts yes, and bands, so it sounds um, like probably. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I'll tell, I'll tell a not concert story. Okay, so okay. I, um, used to be really, really into IndyCar. I've kind of fallen off of that, but I love Elio Castroneves, okay. who's won oh, yeah. four Indy 500s. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Such a, such a nice man. So one year my friends and I went to the parade and we made, and this is totally not my personality. I'll throw that out there too. I made a sign that said, Elio, I would love to meet you. And so he came by and the parade stopped because it just got a little backed up and he waves me over. So I run out into the parade, we take a selfie and then I run back over to the side. So I got a, a, a mid parade selfie with Elio. And then the next year we went back and I had like printed on a, a you know, off my computer like a board of our selfie mm-hmm. and I said thanks for the photo last year and he like stood up and gave me a heart sign and so that's my oh, nice. that's my claim to fame is he's probably like okay this woman is a psycho but it, <laughs> this lady it's is not because me. I think he's cute or anything like yeah. that like he's he's about three times smaller than me he's a tiny tiny man but he, he just just his personality was really cool oh, and that's nice yeah that's really so, cool. I, so I, that's my claim to fame yeah this not everybody weird. gets to say that right? I know yeah and I was like am I gonna get tackled by security what's happening and then you know it was it was kind of back in the day so my phone like when I went to look at the pictures it looked like I took a picture of the tree and I was like oh my gosh did I miss <laughs> oh, it no. well it was you know in my excitement I had hit multiple buttons and I had to have a lovely selfie so oh, well. yeah that's kind of a fun fun story that's cool yeah what's your favorite movie mm, gosh that's a hard one it depends on what genre but mm-hmm. I'll give you a few how okay. about that so I love the movie love actually okay it just, you know, the England and mm-hmm. the whole thing. I'm sensing a theme A, a here. lot of my yeah. favorite yeah. actors are in that movie. <clears throat> I also, I love a fantasy movie. So um, I love Harry Potter. Love Lord of the Rings, though, is probably my heart. So okay. I rewatched that with my son here lately. And, you know, I, I've read the books and okay. I still, still know all the, the nerdy names of everything. And that's, that's yeah, where Excellent. I am. My so. daughter loves Lord of the Rings. Oh, I love it so It's much. not my favorite, but yeah. it is one of her That's favorites. my husband. <laughs> when we first started dating, he he was like, yeah, we'll watch them all. And I'm like, well, we have to watch extended versions. So we literally spent, I think we, you know, like 9 a.m. until midnight <laughs> watching them all. And he fell asleep a couple of times, but I won't hold it against well, him. It's so. okay. It's all right. <laughs> What's your hidden talent? Something oh. you're good at that people might not know. Hidden talent. Oh, my gosh. I'm not sure, honestly. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's something that... We have some people who can, like, tie a cherry stem with their tongue. I can do that. Oh, I okay. See, that. that's I good. I haven't done it in a minute. <laughs> I'm, I think maybe it's not really hidden, though. Like, I'm, I'm a crafter. Okay. So, like, I can figure out some, like, cutesy way to do a lot of things. Oh, I'll tell you my hidden talent. I can make a balloon arch better than anybody's business. Really? And I think that comes from my sorority days when we would you know have these giant mm-hmm. <clears throat> balloon ceilings and this was in the frilly days of oh, recruitment yeah. this doesn't happen anymore but um but yeah i can i can make a balloon arch I guess okay that's my... see that's that is a talent <laughs> i i can barely tie a balloon yes, let alone yes. make an arch so. yeah you gotta tie like four together and pop them. oh yeah okay. i haven't done it in a minute so i'd have to refresh right, well but... if i need one then yeah i know give me a call i know who to call absolutely <laughs> yes what does success mean to you I think just doing whatever makes you happy. I mean, and that's like, that's, that's it. That's all there is to it. It's, you know, and, and, and that is defined differently for every person. It may be money in the bank. Mm -hmm. It may be, you know, having a network of people. It may be the house that you dreamed of, all of those kinds of things. But I think really dialing down to what that is for you is super 
you know, is it, that's it. That's all you have to figure out if it's, you know, for me, it's travel. So, you know, we're very blessed with our house and in the means to do a lot of things, but my soul is happiest when I'm traveling. And so figuring what that thing is. And I think a lot of people don't ever figure that out, which is sad, mm-hmm. but I think that's, that's success for me for sure. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. It's been wonderful to chat with you. No and I'm looking forward to having you on my podcast Absolutely. as well. Well, thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Bye. You know, I grew up in the 80s and, and really the 90s yeah. watching TV and sitcoms and comedies and all that kind of stuff on TV. But there seems to be, you know, past the, the 2010-ish area uh, or era that there's more barfing on TV. There is more barfing on TV. It's <laughs> I, I, There's not a nice, easy way to say it. There's more barfing on TV. And I think maybe it's because we've moved away from... In the 80s, it was sitcoms, you know, cameras in studio, yeah. you know, audience and all that. And now we've kind of moved to more reality based and not scripted. It, I mean, reality is still scripted. We know this. But, you know, reality in quotation marks yeah. that there is barfing on TV all of the time. And I absolutely, I hate fake barfing. I Real barfing is disgusting. But even fake barf, gross. I don't it understand. It seems like the fake barf is white. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know why but... either. And I just don't know why. Like, you can, like, if you are a person who makes a show, you can imply that someone's barfing without actually showing it, like, spew everywhere. That is gross. And if you're doing a show that's not real re- reality, where someone is actually doing the barfing, right? you can, like, do that and not make it gross. Like, why do you got... Ugh, it's so gross. Why do you got to be I, th- I think they're trying to shock people like you Ugh. because it doesn't bother me as much man and then like once you notice it so now everybody we've talked about it now that i've said it you're gonna notice it all the time and you are also gonna think that it's disgusting now i will tell you we also because we ha- we watch reality shows like while we eat dinner and things like that yeah we watch in specifically alone we're watching alone now that's a history channel thing where they go out into a woods uh, ten, ten contestants, ten contestants going for a half have, a million or a million dollars. Do they have what it takes to survive alone? And they get ten <laughs> items to bring with them. Anyway, it's really interesting. Uh, but yeah, it always seems like somebody Someone eats a muskrat. Never eat the muskrat. Never like, eat I will the muskrat. never be on alone because I will not make it. But, <laughs> but do you not, know, every time they eat a muskrat, they barf their guts out. Exactly. <laughs> Like, it's like, stay away from the muskrat. They eat snails and, like, weird, like, mushrooms. And lipids. All, lipids. And they eat seaweed. I don't even know what a lipid is. And some guy was eating, like, some kind of root, like, bark root something <laughs> from a tree. I mean, he didn't barf, but then he also couldn't poop he, for, like, 12 That's right. Days. He got consta- <laughs> he, constipated, and they had to take him out of the show. They had to take him out. And he, <laughs> Like, I've never heard somebody talk about poop so much on TV. It was gross. Now, of course, that's the part you love because... That part's fine. You love talking about poop. But I'm barf, not, that's but a different... That I draw a the different line animal. at barf. And on alone, especially, someone is barfing all the time. They Somebody ate raw fish eggs? Yeah, that? yeah. And then with she barfed. With her hands. With her hands. She just... Sco- she caught a fish. It was a mama fish. It had eggs. She scooped them out and ate them. And I, as she's doing this, I'm like... This doesn't seem like a bad idea to you. Let's cook them. Put them in the pot. Ew. They had parasites in them and just ate her up. And then she barfed her guts out and she had to go home. Shocker. (laughs) But pro tip from me to you, don't eat a muskrat. Muskrats make you barf and it's not good. Also, be on lookout for everybody barfing on TV. It's just, yeah. Now you're going to see it all the time. So when you see it, let us know because it's all over the place. It's disgusting. Gross.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has Gone Boss. Boss.